0: Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911.
1: Welcome to Jesus 911. No, I'm not Jess Romero. I'm Terry Barber, sitting in for my brother with Paul Clay, folks. He's got a lot more hair on his head than I do. And Paul, I might have. We both go to the same barber. Folks, we're glad you're here, because we're going to have a good time studying our Catholic faith. And this is what's exciting for me. Here I am in my late 60s, now mid-60s, Paul, and I still get excited to reopen and study Scripture, study the Catechism, issues that are so important. And today's issue is going to be, is there really no salvation outside the Catholic Church? Huge topic. But before I get into that, Paul, I wanted to quote Bishop Joseph Strickland, It's kind of an endorsement for Jesus 911. Uh, we have a show every Tuesday here at Virgin Most Powerful after the Terry and Jesse show. If you haven't heard it, you need to listen to this good bishop. How would you like to have a bishop say this? Now more than ever, spiritual warfare is our focus. Jesus 911. He says, with evil spreading in both the world and in the church, we need to, we need education on how the demons operate. The many powers of the church wields and presents to us to do combat effectively. He just described jesus nine one one so Bishop yes. Strickland, thank you and Paul, thank you for your Tuesday Thursday contributions to jesus nine one one so paul uh, before very- before we get into this topic, I just want to say a prayer for the church in Nicaragua, as you know, mm-hmm. as a persecution communist dictator. Ortega is there, and he just you know put, took a couple hundred Catholics out of the country. Uh, the bishop won't leave; he's a uh, he's going to die a martyr probably. They're putting him into prison. They just condemned him to about fifteen years in a prison. And so nothing's wow. changed, Paul. Two thousand years later, Christians are still being persecuted for proclaiming the gospel. So I just want to yes. keep that in mind that not only in South America and China and other parts of the world, we we sometimes realize. Think, think that in America we can go to church this morning. I, yeah, I got to go to church, receive Holy Communion, pray before the Blessed Sacrament. Nobody attacked me, but in other parts of the world, it's different. So I just think as the mystical body of Christ, we need to pray for our persecuted brothers and sisters.
2: Yes, we do. So,
1: Paul, I'm going to turn it to you because I want people to understand, and they know they know that you're a baptized Catholic, you left the church, you were an on-fire evangelical And for this topic, it it really uh, is a big topic to talk about. Is there really no salvation outside the Catholic Church? So let's get into the Tim Staples article. Tim, just a quick note. Tim used to work for me in the 1990s, preaching all over the country, a talk called, Is There Really No Salvation Outside the Catholic Church? And boy, that brought in a lot of souls to the faith, because once they understood what the Church teaches, they had two things that happened. One— They either said, I want to be part of this, you know, or I don't buy it. But most people say, you know what, I'm going to get on the ark, man, because I want a sure way in a sense of knowing with the sacraments and with the Catholic Church, that's the way I want to go. Paul, your thoughts?
2: Yeah. Um, Terry, uh, thank you for uh, um, letting me talk on this topic. Oh, it's It's a big topic. It's a serious topic. Uh as you know Terry many of us many of us we have friends acquaintances yes uh, extended family yes uh that either are outside of the catholic church yep. completely uh and some of them may consider you know they've uh they've left the catholic church right. some of them have never been in the catholic church but you meet all kinds of people out there, and and, right. and some of them are good people. Yep, you know, from from a human standpoint of view. Right, and uh, so th- this is a this is a topic that's that should be near and dear to everybody. Um, I agree. A- a- as you mentioned, the Catholic Church teaches infallibly yep. that I, I might add, uh, extra ecclesiam nulla salus, as as Tim wrote in his article, right. which means they're outside the church, there is no salvation. Right. And you know, he goes it, you know, and, and he explains what that means exactly in, in the article, and we're gonna talk about that. But I will tell you some of my thoughts. Tell uh, me. And, and I'm not disagreeing. Uh, but let me ask you a question, Terry. Sure, have, have you me. ever heard have you ever heard of a guy? <laughs> He's a saint and his oh, yeah. name is Saint Leonard yeah he
1: came a sermon very famous sermon yes
2: very firm yes yeah. so so his 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 famous sermon that he preached and known for uh, uh, w- uh, really uh, great conversion yes uh, but his famous sermon that he preached uh, was uh, how few uh, how few souls how few Christians. Are going to be saved. This is people from within the church.
1: Exactly,
2: and yeah, and I mean, I, I got to tell you, if you if you've never uh, read it, yeah, you know, buckle up because oh, yeah. uh, it will make you it will make you uncomfortable. Oh yeah,
1: I agree. And you know, Paul, the Bible backs that up too. Tim even uses some of the scripture to show that few actually attain salvation. And you know, ultimately, Paul Clay, Terry Barber. Uh, you know, priests, bishops, popes—they're not the ones that judge us. It's Jesus Christ at tribunal. Yes, matter of fact, that's kind of uh, consoling in one sense because uh, this is why our relationship with Christ has to be so intimate that we have to really be one with Him to be saved. Now, one of the things that that, Paul—that not Paul—Tim Staples quotes is the Catechism of the Catholic Church. He says it lays out the truth succinctly, and I just want to give a paragraph so those can do the homework, paragraph 846 and 848, but he says, I also recommend reading 830 paragraph for the context context that will help you understand these three essential points concerning this teaching. Now, number one, Paul, you said it earlier, there is no salvation apart from Christ and his one holy apostolic church. Again, this is an infallible teaching, and I like Tim saying it very clearly. It's not up for debate among Catholics. See?
2: That's right. Today that's we have right. certain
1: people say so everything's up. No, that's not true. Number 2. Those who are invincibly ignorant concerning the truths of number 1 above will not be culpable for the lack of knowledge before God. That's and we're going to get into what that means because that is huge and it, I have a story of St. John Paul II with American bishops. Don't let me forget to tell that one. And Paul, what's number three?
2: Number three is those in the category of number two, that is those who are invincibly ignorant, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Um, have the real possibility of salvation, even if they never come to an explicit knowledge of Christ, uh, or of his church yeah there needs
1: to be explanations on all of this we could sit for hours uh having a grand <laughs> conversation and we're gonna try and do this in an hour i don't think so but we'll do our best but you know what folks yeah. what we're really wanting you to do is be a high information catholic that's it we want you to know your faith so when these questions come up you've got your bible you got your catechism and i want to recommend something for lent this, you know, We talk about 15 minutes or a half hour of spiritual reading, which is always good. Not only the Bible, I would tag team your Bible and your catechism together. And the reason I say that is because we need to be high information Catholics so that when we talk to people about the faith, we know what we're talking about and not basing it on your personal opinion or my personal opinion or even Paul Clay's personal opinion, we're placing it on the Word of God and His Bride, the Church. Continue, Paul. You're, I'm ready. I'm ready to go to school from you.
2: Yes. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know how much school oh, yeah. we're going to get, but uh, yeah. Uh, well, Terry, let's just talk about this for a second. Sure, on not- its face, va- on its face value, there is no salvation outside of the church. You know what that does to me, Terry? Tell me. It brother. makes me want to say. I want to get in the church. Exactly. (laughs) You know, I want to become a part of the church. Mm -hmm. If the church teaches, there is no salvation outside of the church. I want to become part of the church. Yep. Now, now, uh, we're going to give you some explanation to say that, okay, it does. We're not, because we can't judge anybody to hell. As you said, Terry, only God, he's the judge. He's the final judge. Right. And so, But we know a couple of things about God. And one thing that we know is that when Jesus Christ founded the church and he instituted the sacraments of the church, those sacraments, uh, they, you know, we don't believe they're just mere symbols or, uh, you know, or, um, um, you know, just uh, signs that point to different things. They actually accomplish things in us. Yep. And, and 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 so what 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 is it accomplishing in us well it is god's way the normal way that he pours grace into our lives and that grace is is what we need to become a better person Amen. as you know carry so, so 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 look at as a protestant yes. many protestants you and, and i can't speak for all protestants because you know there's so much, so much different doctrine out there sure. but when they, when they talk about salvation and they yes. talk about uh you know, being right with Jesus, they say that God declares them righteous, that God simply counts them as righteous, mm-hmm. that they can never be righteous, but that, you know, and uh, the famous line, as you know, of Luther is, you know, we're nothing more than a dung hill yeah. covered with snow. Right. Snow being the gr- the grace of God and the dung hill being us. You know, in other words, Luther said that, you know, we're always a piece of crap and we'll we'll end it a piece of crap. Yeah. Not true. He got that one wrong. From the Catholic perspective. And that's not true right. uh, in reality because God makes righteous. Amen. What God declares he accomplishes, Terry.
1: He does. And when we come back, we'll continue to talk about what the church teaches. Is there really no salvation outside the Catholic Church? Absolutely. And we're going to convince you in the next three segments that it's very clear that this is a mandate to baptize and go out to evangelize. Stay with us, family. We'll be right back.
0: Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151.
1: Welcome back, and right, this is Terry filling in for Jesse with Paul Clay on Jesus 911, and what a great topic, is there really no salvation outside the Catholic Church? This is an article, you can go to Catholic Answers and pick it up, Tim Staples, a great man, he's worked for decades presenting this case all over the country, and I think he's done a great job explaining it, but Paul, you were in the middle of making some uh, comments, and I wanted to hear, you got interrupted with the break, go ahead, brother
2: yeah so Terry, I took a detour slight detour sure. but i but I, but I took the detour for a reason there's there's a method to my madness good and what i what I wanted to do is just emphasize yeah. to all our listeners out there that we as Catholics we have a, an incredible advantage oh yeah, okay, if you are a baptized member of the Catholic Church, if you are in communion And walking in a state of grace and receiving our Lord Jesus Christ, um, you have incredible advantages Um, that people outside of the church don't have. That's right. And so the point that I wanted to make is is, is simply this. Although, of course, we can't, uh, you know, we're we're not God and we're not the judge. Uh, I love the scripture verse, Terry, that says, shall not the judge of all the earth do what is right? Thank God, it's not up to me. Amen. And thank God, I I don't have to worry about things. Right. Uh, You know, uh, that's that's God's worry. He simply asked me. He's called me to be obedient to the church. Right. He's told me, you know, called me to work out my salvation in fear and trembling, and uh, I'll leave the rest to Him. Right. But you know, as you get involved with apologetics, and you know, you, you know. We should all be ready to to give answers for our faith. Amen. Um, uh, so we have to get into topics. Yeah, it is getting into the weeds a little bit, but it's important. And so let, let's hear from Tim here. And uh, as Tim says, he says, as we will see, invincibly ignorant does not mean just because a person is ignorant of the truth, they will automatically be saved. Right. No, that's not what invincible nope. ignorance means, Terry. Right. Ignorance is not bliss. Hey, Amen. It's dangerous. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's dangerous. If, a lot of people think, like, "Hey, well, it, you know, ignorance is bliss," uh, so uh, 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 so let's let's see what Tim is saying here. He says there are other criteria be- behind being invincibly ignorant as, uh, that that must be met as well as before one can finally be saved. But it does mean. That we have the possibility of salvation, and I want to emphasize that. Uh, yes, if you are invincibly ignorant, there is a possibility of salvation. Hey Paul, can but I notice I- what he doesn't say, yeah. Terry. Yeah. he doesn't say a probability. Exactly, he says a. Possibility. Uh,
1: and Paul, let me jump in to give my story of St. John Paul II, because this topic came up. Are you ready, everybody? Yeah. With the vigor of Christ and the American bishops at their five-year uh, visit, it's called ad liminal visit, and here's what happened. Monsignor William Smith, told me this story. And I'll never forget it. It was on Invincible Ignorance. Mm-hmm. They're talking to the Pope, and they're saying, Holy Father in America, so many people are ignorant about contraception, about all these issues. They just haven't you know, they just don't have a clue. Surely they're not going to be culpable for, you know, these sins that they're committing. And the Holy Father's sipping soup. He puts his 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 um, spoon down, looks at the American bishops and says, well, it's possible that they won't be uh, because of, you know, the, the ignorance that they have. But those who are responsible for that ignorance, like you, you surely will be responsible. Mm. And I thought, wow, he mm. turned that on them, Paul. You see, the Holy Father is saying that people like us, even, you know, bishops mostly, because they are shepherds, priests, deacons, but we lay people are responsible to making sure that people aren't ignorant. I'll give you an example. There's another story. A friend of mine, so, yeah, Scott Hahn, everybody knows Scott Hahn. (laughs) Sorry, he was at my local parish (laughs) years ago, and what was interesting is uh, the priest who was there, newly ordained, saw that Scott was there, and he... Went to talk to Scott after Mass and said, uh, Dr. Hahn, I just got to thank you. I listened to your series on contraception, and I had the courage to start preaching at the local parish here on the evils of contraception as being intrinsically immoral. And I had many, many couples thank me because they didn't know. So I just want to thank you for telling me. And here's a guy who went through the seminary, Paul, and it took a convert, a Protestant convert, to show him what the Catholic Church teaches on contraception so that he would preach that at his local parish. But you see, Scott Hahn educated even a priest. And so this is why the bishops in our country, when when uh, when Bishop Strickland said the evil that's going on, it's evil that bishops don't teach the teachings of the church, maybe because they don't know. I can't judge that. Maybe because they don't believe. That's a possibility too. But the fact remains, we need to teach people the fullness of the faith. You and I, bishops, priests, everyone.
2: Yes, and uh, you brought up a point there, Terry. You said that Scott, uh, you know, can even taught this priest. Well, (laughs) you know, the reality of the situation is, as you know, there are good priests out there who are yep. well formed, yes, and there are priests that are not formed. Amen. And uh, so, uh, yeah, we're all um, on that journey. So, listen, Terry the the Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph eight forty six through forty eight. Let's let's read it. Okay. How are we to understand this affirmation, often repeated by the church fathers, uh, by the church fathers? Reformulated positively, it means that all salvation comes from Christ, Mm. the head, through the church, which is his body. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Basing itself on sacred scripture, the council teaches that the church, a pilgrim now on earth, is necessary for salvation. The one Christ is the mediator and the way of salvation. He is present to us in his body, which is the church. He himself explicitly asserted the necessity of faith in baptism and thereby affirmed at at the same time the necessity of the church, which men enter through baptism as through a door. Hence, they could not be saved who, knowing that the Catholic Church was founded as necessary by God through Christ, would refuse to either, either enter it or remain in it. Wow, uh, and that's from Lumen uh, uh team.
1: Yeah, Lumen, uh, the Const- dogmatic uh, constitution of the Church. Yeah, Lumen Gentium, paragraph yeah. fourteen. See, yeah. Jesse, Jesse, Paul. You know, when you read these documents of Vatican II, mm-hmm. they are quite beautiful. I, I understand some of them can be misunderstood, but they so much of it. They're gonna, you're gonna see. They're quoting Saint Thomas Aquinas. They're quoting the Fathers of the Church. You yeah. know, um, the Church is very clear. There is no salvation apart from the salvific union with the Catholic Church. However, Paul, as you said, the catechism continues that in here's the catechism verse it's not me, this affirmation yeah. is not aimed at those who through no fault of their own do not know Christ and his church. Those who through no fault of their own do not know the gospel of Christ or his church, but who nevertheless seek God with a sincere heart and are moved by grace and they try in their actions to do his will as they know it through the dictates of their conscience. Those too may achieve eternal salvation. Again, did you notice it may achieve eternal salvation? This is quoting Lumen Gentium, paragraph 16. Catechism also says, although in ways known to himself, God can lead those who through no fault of their own are ignorant of the gospel, to the faith without, which is impossible to please him, the church still has an obligation and also the sacred right to evangelize all men. Quoting mm. the Vatican II. Now, why do I say that, Paul? Because we had we had a big yeah conference, you know, the Amazon Senate, and there was a Franciscan, sorry to say, Franciscan priest, and he was bragging at the Senate, saying that I haven't baptized a single person in 40 years. And that's the new style after Vatican II. And what I'm saying is, have you read the documents, dude? What page are you on? And see, this is unfortunately (laughs) what's happened. You think about this, Paul. Practically, the missionaries that we had before 1960, tons of them were going all over the world to share the gospel because we were concerned that people, you know, pagans would go to hell if we didn't preach the gospel. And right in yes. the soul. Now, what yes. happened is this misinterpretation misinter- misinterpre- of Vatican II, like that Franciscan priest and many others, you can see it happening. And I wrote a book called yeah. How to Share Your Faith with Anyone. And I quote all yes. these Vatican II documents saying, I'm sorry, what is this microphone on? What happened to implementing the real documents on Vatican II when it comes to evangelization? Now, that, again... I can't solve that problem, but I can say the church mandates that each one of us needs to share the gospel.
2: Yes, Terry, I, I, I highlight that, underscore it. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, let's listen to Jesus' words here for a oh, second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When the Son of Man returns, yes, will he find faith? That's incredible. You see, I would not sit there and boast that I haven't baptized anyone in years. Yeah. Why? Because we Christ gave us a mandate. To, uh, he, he gave, if he's a, a successor of the apostles, he's commanded by Christ to go out and baptize. That's right. And so make a statement that he hasn't baptized anybody in years, Terry. He's admitting that he's that, everybody remembers the parable about the talents. Oh yeah. He's the one who buried that talent. That's right. You know, and uh, you know it's not going to end well if that's the case because whom whoever is uh, to whom much is given, Terry, as you know, we we say it all the time: much is required. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, and so, so yeah, uh, we're called to go out and to evangelize. Why? As I stated earlier, we have an incredible advantage given to us in the Holy Mother Church. Jesus Christ in John chapter six said, unless you eat body and drink my blood, you shall have no life in you. For my flesh is real. Alethos, the Greek word, Mm -hmm. literal, actual food. And my blood is real, literal, actual drink. You see, listen. uh, When we eat the body and drink the blood of the Lord. Terry, uh, uh, it is transforming. We are it, 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 like, like, like others have said, you want to talk about a personal relationship with Jesus. It, it, you know, It takes a personal relationship with Jesus on a whole different level.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Because yeah, literally we are, uh, you know, Christ has set us free from the, from the bondage of, uh, As Moses is the type, Moses freed Israel. I mean, God freed Israel through Moses. Moses was the the type of Christ. And when they came out of bondage on their way to the promised land, well, there there was something between the promised land and them. It was called the wilderness. We'll get back to that. Do I hear the music? I hear
1: brother. Well, this is fun. I can't believe halfway went through half of the show's over. Folks, are you having a good time learning about salvation? I am. Stay with us here on Jesus 911 on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. We'll be back with more to inspire you to fall deeper in love with Jesus and His Church.
0: Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888 526 2151.
1: Terry Barber filling in for my brother, Jess Romero, with Paul Clay. Yeah. Paul picked this topic. I have nothing to do with it. I think he, it was awesome, Paul, that you said, you know, this article by Tim Staples from Catholic Answers, is there really no salvation outside the Catholic Church? I want to put some, some meat on the bones that we're talking about. Just man, yeah, this last year, uh, and, and I like Bishop Barron for 99% of what he does. I listen to his podcast. Good guy. But I think he he made a mistake when he was having a conversation with uh, Ben Shapiro, and Ben Shapiro Mm. asked him, we've played this Mm. before, saying, you know, am I going to be saved as a Jew? You remember that, Paul. I think you've played it on Jesus. Yes, I do. And, you know, he talked about, well, you know, uh, it's yeah, Jesus is the preferred way or, you know, has a preference of... But he, he compromised because whatever reasons, maybe he was embarrassed to have to tell Ben that, you know, hey, you need to become a Catholic brother to join. I mean, because... Uh, this is what Jesus did. He died on the cross. Give him the whole salvation, and yes. I think Ben would have been open to that. To be honest with you, Paul. Yes, I think he really oh, would have. said, sure. Okay, I don't might not agree, but thank you for you know giving me your conviction. I just think it was one of those situations where, um, you know, we didn't take the advantage of giving people the fullness of the faith, thinking that maybe we could, you know, we'd drive them away. But you know what, Paul? The truth, if it drives people away. Well, again, guess what? They have free will to accept it or reject it, but let's not change that teaching of Christ because we think it's more palatable right. to somebody. Am I right. on
2: something? Terry, you're cooking with oil, Terry. You're on to something here. Terry, listen, if you knew that somebody was out there on the lake yeah. and skating, yeah. and you happen to know for a fact they're having a good time out there, and you happen to know for a fact that they were skating on thin ice. Yeah. Would you sit there and and say, Well, they're having fun, I'll just, you know, hey, it's okay. No. No. You would warn them. Of you course. would say, Listen, hey, do you realize that you're skating on thin ice? Yep. And that your very life might be in danger. That's the loving thing to do. Amen. Right? Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, um uh, uh yeah, Terry, that was a great example of uh and something that we should all be cognizant well, of. So, um, back before the break, I was mentioning that Moses, a type of Christ, yes. you know, had, you know, uh, after Israel was freed from the bondage of uh, slavery, yes. Uh, he led them toward the promised land, mm-hmm. but in between, you know, before they got to the promised land, which is, uh, the promised land is, uh, is a type of heaven, right. That's going to be our eternal rest with God in heaven. Okay. Uh, well the people needed nourishment they needed sustenance yep. while they were out there in the wilderness right. and God miraculously provided them manna from heaven Yep and that manna Terry, it literally kept them alive right. while they were on the journey yep. it sustained their life Now let's just let's just understand that those type this this These typologies that God gave us in the Old Testament, they are uh telling us about testament realities right. the fact that as we receive the Holy Eucharist, uh that is the bread from heaven that sustains us, that keeps us in a state of grace, you know every time you go up and you receive holy communion with you know obviously with no mortal sin on your soul. Any venial sin that happens to be there, Terry, is immediately gone. Yeah, it's burned up. It doesn't exist. Yeah, uh, God removes it. This is such a beautiful thing. Yes, because sin is what is is the impediment that keeps us from uh, communing with God. Yes, and so again, incredible advantages to being in the church. Continuing on. Uh, it, with the article, yes, yeah, he, you know, uh, Tim quoted uh, Saint Thomas in his Summa uh, Theologica. He says uh, it makes it clear that, uh, uh, in, in listening to Saint Thomas, that anyone who is ever saved is not saved by his or her false beliefs. Right. An uh, uh, in, in example: Judaism that rejects Christ, Islam that denies Jesus as the Son of God. Right. Rather, they can be saved in spite of them. Right. You see? Yes, it's a uh, distinction. If, 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 and I want to emphasize the if, if they are ignorant of the truth through no fault of their own. Um, uh, that is to say, you know, they they have never had the opportunity to either hear or understand the truth. But Terry, most people don't seem to fall in that category.
1: No, and you know, Paul, God gives us free will. So many people, I'm I'm convinced, and this is kind of getting off the side of it, but this is why it's so important. Mm -hmm. I just read an Mm -hmm. article about our young people committing suicide at high levels because they're they're so depressed. Well, I would be depressed if I didn't have the gospel in my life, Paul. I'm going to be honest. Look at the world, man. See, and this is if this doesn't urge us to get on fire and say, we need to preach the gospel to people because the world's going down fast. Everybody knows that. Even non-Catholics tell me there's something wrong. I mean, we can't even tell the difference between a man and a woman today. I mean... We can, Terry. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. (laughs) But there's people in the world, because you know what does? What sin does, it makes us stupid. And you see, this is why there's a need for the gospel. Paul, there's so many more points in his article, but I wanted to do this to cover two things. In the last segment and a half that we have, okay. uh, because okay. I think it's important, Tim does a really good job of the summary of the six key points that yes. uh, need to be remembered. And then if we have time, I want to get to his some final questions. I've been in the audience when these people ask these questions, and they're very good questions to ask Tim, and I'm hoping we can get to them. But I'll go for number one, that uh, number one summary point. No one who knowingly and deliberately rejects the truth, will be saved. Period. It doesn't matter how good a Muslim, Jew, Baptist, or anything else he may be. If anyone rejects the truth of Christ and his church, even one definitive teaching, they will be lost. You know, that's a hard statement to say, but you know what, Tim? I, I, Tim, you know what, Paul, he's absolutely right. And that kind of scares me mm-hmm. because we've got people inside the Catholic Church who really don't believe in all of the teachings of the Church's perennial teachings. Yes. And man, when yes. they go to their exit interview, I feel sorry for them.
2: Yes, Terry, good point. As uh, Pope Pius the tenth said, St. Pope Pius yes. X, modernism is the mother of all oh. heresies. Yes, yes. And Terry, we have what we call, as we mention it all the time, mm-hmm. cafeteria Catholic. Exactly. Everybody's been to a cafeteria. Yep. You know, you go to the cafeteria. And there's a whole bunch of food there, yep. and you're in line, and you say, "Oh, well, I'll have some of that." Oh, but I never eat that. I'm, you know, yep. at that, and we pick and choose the parts we like, yep. the parts that are. Uh, palatable to us, right? The things that are palatable and what's not palatable, Terry, we basically say, no, wait, I I don't want that. I I don't, I don't like that. I I, I never eat that. Well, guess what? Uh, that's part of being Catholic. Uh, it's the whole enchilada. That's the way we
1: say it in California. (laughs) Hey Paul, what's number two paragraph that's a quick one about religions.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Religions that have as tenets of their respective faiths, the rejection of Jesus Christ, his church have no power to save anyone. It is the truth that sets us free, not falsehood. Wow. Enough said there. That's a mic drop moment.
1: Man, that's (laughs) a big statement there. Number three, in the case of one who is ignorant of the truth of the Catholic faith through no fault of his or her own, he or she can be saved. If he is truly invincible as invincible ignorance, given the supernatural virtue of faith, and has perfect charity in his heart. And this is an instruction from the Holy See's office uh, December 20th, 1949. And the reason he did that is because there was a priest named Father Feeney. We call him the Mm Feeneyites. And his Mm -hmm. uh, group, they're still hanging around. I've met many of them in my lifetime. And they believe physically that unless you're physically baptized into the Catholic Church— uh, you can't be saved. They don't believe in what church teaches about uh, baptism of desire. No, 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 no. So if someone's converting to the Catholic faith and they're in RCIA and they get hit by a car and die the day before they're baptized, the church says, wait a minute, they were planning to be baptized through no fault of their own. Uh, yeah, they can receive of uh, that gift of salvation. Yeah. So the Phenites were uh, something that— the church had to respond, and that's what he was referring to.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, and that's that's a great point, uh, Terry. Listen, um, there are—well, um, let me go to point number four. Yeah, go number four, sure. sure. That, but, okay. We must remember that we are not the judges of salvation. Oh, big time. God is the sole and final <laughs> judge. Yes. We do not know who is truly, invincibly ignorant and who is not. Therefore, we must be careful to as all men as the catechism commands us and leave the judging to God. Not only does the catechism command, Bible, but God brother. commands us. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. Um, listen. Uh, Tell me. You know, we know the normal way, Terry, that God uh, 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 is doing things, uh, uh, in, you know, in, in, in reference to salvation. Is through the sacraments. Through the sacraments, baptism is the door. Mm -hmm. But we know also that God is not bound by the sacraments. Right. You know. Uh, This is they accuse Jesus of healing the man on the Sabbath. Yeah. Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. You think? Yeah. Uh, You know. Uh, And so again, um, uh, you know, while Father Feeney may have been in well intentioned, there's no question. uh, You know. You know, we, we have to be careful because there are certain things that God does that's not our business. Yes. You know, sure. and we do not want to, you know, we do not want to uh, be presumptuous and, 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 and say, oh, no, all of those people are absolutely going to hell. Uh, that's up to God. Amen. The Bible says, shall not the judge of all the earth do what is right? Wow. Hey, Terry, give us number five.
1: Uh, uh, number five whatever good or truth is found among the the other world religions is considered to be the church in preparation for the gospel in other words the fullness of faith resides in the catholic church other religions have a section of truth Truth. if you read jesus 2000 all truth is god's truth Hey, all truth is god's truth well said we come back we'll get some more uh points about the summary and then some final questions on this topic stay with us family
0: Now back to Jesus nine one one if this call is not an emergency dial eight 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 five two six two one five one
1: Welcome back to Jesus nine one one I tell you I miss I'm having a good time learning about what the church actually teaches regarding no salvation outside the Catholic Church. My good friend Paul Clay who is on Tuesday and Thursday here on Jesus One? I'm just filling in for Jess. But man, I want to do this again on Thursday with you, Paul. This is fun. Yeah. Hey, Paul, number f- number six on the summary of Tim Staples' article, I think this would be a good one to talk. It's a little more detailed, but why don't you hit that one, if you could, please.
2: Yeah, this is what I've been saying the whole show, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> yep, yep. This does not mean that they are not in need of the Eucharist. Yep. Without the grace that comes from the sacraments, one is at a decided disadvantage Amen. to get to heaven. Amen. Okay, let me say that again. A decided disadvantage to get to heaven. And if one has rejected the truth, then there's no way he can merit heaven apart from repentance and acceptance of the truth. And emphasis on the repentance, Terry, because that's a word that people seem to have forgotten today. Oh, big time. You know, they want... You know, they want to come as they are. They want to remain in their sin. And God loves me anyway. You don't know how many times I've heard that when I used to work in the jail years ago, you know. Uh, God loves me just the way I am.
1: (laughs) Unbelievable.
2: Uh, Yeah.
1: Well, Paul, let me Uh, just throw one thing what you just said about the Eucharist. The Bible in John chapter 6 says, unless you you eat of my body and drink of my blood, you have no life in you. For my flesh is real food, my blood is real drink. So this is basically... Uh, It's just saying that, hey, would we not want the fullness of the faith, especially the Eucharist? Think about even our Protestant brothers, they don't have the Eucharist. I mean, can you imagine the advantage that you have when the Bible says, unless you eat of my body and drink of my blood, you have no life in you?
2: Yes. Yes. You know, and Terry, I have to say it, you know, as you know. Yeah. And and, and don't get me wrong. I have many, 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 many uh, good friends that happen to be Protestant. Of course. Okay. I, uh, you know, learned a lot when I had uh, took that detour out of the church, you know, and in Protestantism. Yes. And uh, but I I tell people today, I'm a Catholic by conviction. I love it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, because it represents protestantism represents a form of modernism yes that's true. it is essentially uh you know redefining the terms uh yep. even of the of the word church what you know what is the church and they've redefined and came up with their own idea of what the church is
1: mm-hmm.
2: well this is taken um you know uh, listen as jesse told me years ago he says paul he says every time we talk uh, uh, about the Lord, you stop at the Reformation, the Protestant Reformation. You know, he says the church is two thousand years old, and he says, uh, and 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 so you know the church, or or, or to quote uh, Saint John Hen- uh, Henry Newman, uh, uh, to go deep into history is to cease to be Protestant. Exactly. Okay. So 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 clearly the Catholic Church is the church that Jesus founded. He sent the Holy Spirit to guide the church and he uh, essentially um, uh, uh, he 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 sacraments and he is actively involved in administering his grace through the church. Terry, Uh, what am I saying throughout all this whole thing? Yes. Is it possible uh, to be saved outside of the Catholic Church? Of course, it's possible with God. All things are possible. Nothing is impossible with God. Well said. But yeah. Well but, said. Mm-hmm. But God has given us the church as a wonderful gift. He has given us the blessed Mother, Amen. Mother Mary as our own mother. Everybody knows what a mama bear is, Terry. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, you know, I, you know, when I go, I talk to uh, the guys in jail, you know, and I and I say, who, you know, how many of you guys have a mother? And they all raise their hand. And, you know, and I mean, and I said, you know, I get it because of sin. And, you know, there's some mothers that probably weren't the best of mothers, but even the ones that weren't perfect. There's nobody like mom. They all agree. There's nobody like mom. There's nobody like mom because mothers have that, uh, you know, uh, that they're always, you know, wanting the best for their children. Well, God gave us uh, a mother in the church who wants the best for us wants to bring us to jesus right where we can find our eternal rest go ahead terry i'm i'm, I'm.
1: no i love it number seven yeah. and then i this I, paul if you could have number one question what about catholics who have left the faith I, yeah because you were in that situation okay number yeah. seven if anyone makes it to heaven apart from the church refers to as the ordinary means of sanctification that comes through the sacraments or a formal union with the church they will only do so through a salvific link with the Church that comes via extraordinary means. See, people might not realize it, but that's the only way they're going to be saved is through his bride, the Church. Amen. All right, and this, this number one question, Paul, that yeah. Tim gets a lot, and I think we get this a lot here at Virgin Most Powerful, yeah. what about Catholics who have left the faith? Are they okay, or are they lost?
2: Okay. So... He says, anyone who knowingly and deliberately rejects the church will be lost, as I said above. So it would be the height of presumption mm-hmm. to say that someone who has left the faith is okay. <laughs> You're right about that. Mm-hmm. Now, it may well be that a person who left the faith may have had such a distorted notion of what the church truly is and what the, she teaches that, she, that there may not be that much culpability. Terry. This is the situation that I was in. Exactly. This is why it's important to train up your a child in the way that he should go. Yep. It's important for us to catechize and to teach our children the truth. Because had I been armed, Mary, yeah. I was a young guy. Hey, in you were the low information Catholic. Low information guy. Uh, you know, I had nothing but good experiences in the church. You know, warm fuzzies and so sure. forth. Um, but for the first time in my life, I encountered protestant christians who uh were taking their faith very seriously they were carrying bibles around and talking to each other and quoting scripture yeah and i was drawn to that and because i'd never seen it before and so when they posed questions to me that i couldn't answer terry um uh at the time rather than you know being away from home and not being near the parish priest i basically said well it makes sense i mean I'm, i'm reading it but of course most people quoting that to me, they don't speak uh Greek. Most of them, they you know, they don't speak, you know, the Bible's written in Greek, Hebrew, and Aramaic. <laughs> right? Yeah. So uh uh anyway, go ahead, Terry.
1: All right, well, hey, uh next question, because we got just a couple minutes. Yeah. What about yeah. the question of those who are in the process of converting to the Catholic faith, if only the sacraments can take away the sins of those who are fully aware of their efficacy? What about these? Well, and this is right from the Council of Trent. And if you don't have a Council of Trent, you should get one, because it's really a great book. Mm-hmm. All the, mm-hmm. the Council of Trent declares either the actual sacraments or the desire thereof is sufficient to take away sins. In Session 7 on the Sacrament of General Canon 4, the Council of Trent declares this. If anyone saith that the sacraments of the new law are not necessary unto salvation but super firl- f- firlious, that they without them are without the desire thereof of men obtain of god through faith alone the grace of justification through all the sacraments are not indeed necessary for an individual let him be anathema anathema is let him go to hell now similarly the council of trent declared specifically concerning baptism in section uh, 6, chapter 4, in which it says, By which words a description of justification of the impious is indicated as being transiation from the state where a man is born of child of the first Adam to the state of grace and the adoption of the Son of God through the second Adam, Jesus Christ our Savior. And this translation, since the promulgation of the gospel cannot be effected without the of generation or the desire there is as written unless a man be born again of water and the holy ghost he cannot enter into the kingdom of god all right paul yeah your final thoughts we just got a couple minutes i want to leave you yeah terry you're you're the convert back go ahead
2: (laughs) yeah here's my final thoughts one might ask the question Mm -hmm. by what authority does the council of Trent? Uh, say these things. I mean, I get it the Catholic Church is teaching that, but I don't necessarily have to believe that. It's not in the Bible and that's by the way that false premise, you know, the Bible alone sola scriptura right. is what came out of the uh, uh, out of the so-called reformation, mm-hmm. right? We call it the revolt no, I'm just kidding. Reformation. But, but uh yeah, yeah. But but the reality is is Terry um, the Catholic Church has authority. Yes. Uh, Jesus gave Peter the keys. Amen. Okay. And those keys, uh, he, and with those keys, He told them, "Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. What man has been given this uh, type of authority? Yep. And whatever you loose on earth, binding and loosing, uh, Terry, two rabbinic terms. Whatever you allow or whatever you disallow, yep. uh, it's going to be okay with heaven. Why?" Because Jesus said that he would send the Holy Spirit to guide them in all truth. So if you believe in Jesus, then you must believe that Jesus is true to his word. Amen. And Jesus promised the Holy Spirit to guide the church. And he has done that through the last two millennia, Terry. Amen. And so, yes, we are required to listen to the church. Even Jesus told the um the Pharisees. Uh, I mean, I told the, the Jews of his time. He says, "Do not do what they do, for they're hypocrites." But he said, "But you must obey what they say, for they sit in the chair of Moses." Right. And we know that the chair of Moses is talking about a well-known Jewish tradition that they they had derived their authority from Moses. Well, guess what? The 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 cathedral that a bishop has. Uh, uh, cathedra yeah. from the chair, right, right. Uh, when they speak uh, uh concerning matters of uh, morals and faith, then we must listen uh when it is ex cathedra from the chair now that doesn't happen very often nope. so don't get don't don't make a mistake and say, well, we have to listen to all the nonsense that's coming out from a lot of bishops and and higher today. we don't yeah. have to listen yeah. to those things if they do not align themselves with the traditional Catholic faith
1: We call it uh, the perennial teachings of the church Well said Paul, I hear the music yes. but, And folks, because we did an apologetics On is there really no salvation Outside the Catholic Church I would recommend go to Catholic Answers And read Tim Staples' article It's well worth reading Up next, Gary Machuda on practical apologetics So you get some more If you haven't signed up for the Spiritual Warfare Conference There's still room Go to vmpr.org We also have a men's conference coming up with Jesse Romero and Johnny Romero, 16th of June. Check that out and go to vmpr.org and call us at 877-526-2151. Pick up our app to pick up Gary Machuda. that's coming on now, but not on your network. May God richly bless you and your family.